Good morning and welcome to The Daily Oz. It's Monday the 3rd of May. My name is Zara Seidler and helping me make sense of today's news is Sam Kozlowski. Making news today. Tassie's election. COVID in the West. Some good news about emissions targets in Victoria. And a look at Joe Biden's first 100 days in office. Here's today's Daily Digest. So we prepped you for an election in Tassie and we now have the result. Tasmanian Premier Peter Gutwin has been returned to power and the Liberal government will once again lead in Tasmania. On Saturday night, Gutwin said, Ladies and gentlemen, what a night, what a night. And while we have won this election convincingly, it appears increasingly likely that we will also govern in majority. The Liberal Party now awaits to see if they will win enough seats to hold that majority government. Western Australia has avoided a second lockdown after three cases were reported on Saturday. Premier Mark McGowan announced on Sunday that no new community cases were reported. However, restrictions have still been put in place. Masks are required in public, 30-person limits on gatherings at homes will stand, and there were no crowds present at the AFL derby between West Coast and Fremantle yesterday afternoon. India has recorded another grim milestone over the weekend, reporting over 400,000 new COVID cases in a single day. India's healthcare system is, as we've reported for the last couple of weeks, struggling to keep up with the surge in cases, with hospitals now running out of oxygen. Numerous countries are sending aid and supplies to assist the healthcare system, but it just seems like these cases continue to grow. Australia has imposed the strictest travel restrictions we've seen through the whole of COVID, with Australians facing both fines and possible jail sentences if they travel through India back to Australia. And today's good news. The Victorian government has set a target to cut the state's greenhouse gas emissions in half by 2030. The plan includes $20 million to reduce emissions in the agricultural sector and $15.3 million for a carbon farming program. Additionally, Victoria will work towards the goal of reducing emissions of 28 to 33% by 2025 and 45 to 50% by 2030, with hopefully reaching a point of net zero emissions by 2050. I was having a dinner party the other day and a friend of mine said to me, do you know what I just realised? I haven't heard anything that Joe Biden has done. I haven't heard what he is planning to do. I haven't heard what his advisors are doing. I just don't hear about him. And that made me realize that we had all become so used to hearing Donald Trump's every move, every thought, every word. And now it's like there's this radio silence from the White House, when in actuality, there have been quite a few major policies over the last 100 days that is just not really breaking through to Australian news as Donald Trump's policies did. So today, just days after Biden's 100th day in office, we thought we'd look back on three major policies that Joe Biden has brought in as president. It's a weird one, isn't it? We were so deep into the Trump presidency in terms of monitoring every move that the withdrawal of Joe Biden from the everyday public limelight has taken some adjusting to. Many in American media have actually noted that he has fronted the media much less than other presidents in their first 100 days. And many experts think that this is because there was a real sense that Americans and, in fact, everyone around the world needed a bit of a break from hearing about U.S. politics after the Trump presidency. So he's tried to take his foot off the pedal in front of the cameras, but behind the cameras, he's been extremely busy. So let's start with one of the most important 
topics to Americans, and that's, of course, COVID-19. To date, more than 40% of the population in America has received at least one dose of the vaccine, and more than 27% of the country is fully vaccinated. And across the board, Biden has received very high marks in the polls for his handling of the COVID-19 pandemic. This includes things like rejoining the WHO. But the biggest criticism of Biden's COVID-19 response has been a failure to address certain groups in American society who aren't able to access the vaccine. So Trump's big thing was always that he could manage the economy well. How's Joe Biden going at running the economy? Obviously, as more people are vaccinated and the economy opens up more, we're likely to see a bit of a rebound. But is the economy performing as expected, better than expected? Where are we at? So Biden's most major piece of legislation was the US $1.9 trillion, that's about $2.4 trillion Australian dollars, American Rescue Plan. And this was basically a plan to jumpstart the US economy. It included 85% of Americans receiving a stimulus check. On the Republican side, there's some criticisms of the American Rescue Plan basically around its price tag, with a concern that America's debt levels are getting to record highs. If you check the stock markets... And if you're a trader yourself, then the Biden presidency has been very good for the economy. Stock markets are also at record highs. One thing Biden is yet to achieve is the reversal of President Trump's corporate tax cuts. They still stand, but reportedly they will be part of future iterations of the American Families Plan. But what Biden has changed in the tax department are some major proposed changes to capital gains taxes that, if passed, would apply to about the top 0.3% of America's highest income earners. Tax is a little bit dry, but basically what he's proposing is a change to the tax rate that people have to pay on long-term investments. And finally, climate. President Biden last week held a global climate summit, and he has pledged to make the US an international leader on climate change. He re-entered the Paris Climate Agreement, he's created the first Office of Domestic Climate Policy in the White House, and he's called on all federal agencies to make climate change pivotal to their decision-making. As we've seen in recent years, this hyper-partisanship that characterises America still stands. Those on the opposite side of the aisle will be quick to criticise those unfulfilled promises from Joe Biden while Democrats recognise a president who, under immense pressure, has seemingly performed better than expected. That's all we have time for today, but if you're looking for the day's news, please follow us on Instagram at The Daily Oz. It's where over 100,000 Australians get their news every day, and we would love you to become part of the community.